Have you ever wondered where you really stand with God? Are you overcome with feelings of guilt because of things you've done wrong? Are you tired of religion that focuses on rules that you can't keep? Have we got good news for you? It's time to listen in on some casual conversation with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski and discover what true freedom is all about. This is Growing in Grace. Well, hello there. Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski. Here we are once again. We're going to do it another time, at least one more Growing in Grace podcast. We're glad you're with us. How are you, Joel? At least one more, because we keep doing this thing over and over and over and over again, and suddenly we're at, what, 500 and something podcasts. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it It just keeps happening over and over, kind of like what some people do with their confession of sin, <laughs> uh, asking God for forgiveness. Over and over and <laughs> over, over and, and over. over and over again. <laughs> and uh, we're laughing, but really... Uh, it's a serious issue for people. It really is a serious thing. And uh, we hope that through this podcast, whether it's this particular episode or any of the past 500 and some, or maybe this is the future, you're listening in the year 2050, and we're on episode whatever, however many thousands we've done by then. <laughs> we hope that somehow you uh, experience some freedom, uh, the freedom of the gospel. You know, we're not making this stuff up. You know, we might have a difference of opinion with some other people in the church, and we're not out, you know, to rub that in people's faces. No, uh, we, we just really have a sincere desire in our hearts to present the truth of, of the gospel, the freedom that comes through Jesus Christ. And hopefully that's what you'll experience as you listen to the podcast. Yeah, and, and it is serious, Joel. And, and uh, for those who have been listening to us for a while, they, they know we're taking it seriously in spite of some of our goofy humor. <laughs> because we were talking for just a few minutes before we came on. I don't know if you've got a small portion of what somebody had written to you, Joel. And, and if you do, and you can pluck something out there real quick. I know this is all kind of unprepared. But sure. um, if you do have something there, maybe... Uh, that will lead us into what we're going to be talking about today. Sure, yeah. Um, I won't mention your name, and I'll kind of put some of this in my own words, but this person had heard us talking about surrendering on a podcast a few weeks ago. This person was raised in a legalistic church, and that is all he ever heard. Give it all to Jesus. Lay it all on the altar. He recalls various sins that I must have done a million times, you know, uh, that type of thing. So I'd hear that him. I surrender all, playing over and over, <laughs> speaking of over and over, um, just all the time. But here I am, many years later, I still have all these sins in my life that seem to have as a strong a hold on me now as they ever did. And so, uh, you know, the question was, how do you get, <laughs> how long does it take to get out from under that misunderstanding of Scripture? I mean, that's a really good question because... Uh, you know, this this understanding of that some people have of Scripture, that I need to just keep laying my sins before God over and over again, keep confessing them over and over, keep getting forgiven over and over, and then, you know, how long does it take me to overcome these sins? You know, that type of thing. It's, it's a really uh, serious issue that people have. And uh, the one thing that he said here that really stuck out to me was that after hearing all these teachings over and over all these years— lay your sin at the altar, you know, surrender all, all of these things. He says, it kind of cements these habitual sins into my being. Now, isn't that the opposite of what 
you would hope that whatever whatever a preacher is preaching, he's trying to help people. And I think a lot of preachers have a serious, uh, sincere desire to help people, you know, get over sins. But if the preaching ends up cementing these habitual sins into someone's being, how is that helping anybody? Uh, that's not freedom. That's not true freedom. So he says, I've all but given up on ever being free. And, you know, I understand that. I understand that that notion that, you know, I keep doing these things over and over again, and uh, I don't feel like I can ever be free. And so, anyway, I think, yeah, what you were saying, that can help us to lead into uh, some of these uh, issues uh, of God's once and for all forgiveness, his, his cleansing. You know, we've been cleansed once and for all. Yeah, uh, a lot of things that he talked about stood out to me there, but one of them that maybe stood out the most was, I have all but given up on being free. Mm-hmm. That does not sound like a place of victory to me. Does it to you, Joel? No, not at all. No, and, and that's not where we're supposed to be. Uh, Hebrews 10, speaking of the Jewish people, as the, as the writer of Hebrews was trying to explain to these people who had been under the law what they had been delivered into, what they've been delivered out of and into, out of the old and into the new, the old being the law, the new being Christ. And one one of the big problems they had under, under the old was this thing called a consciousness of sins. You could probably, if you want to put it in our modern language, that might be, maybe we can just say a guilty conscience. This continuous awareness of sin, the, the sacrifices from that old covenant, brought a reminder of sins, brought this consciousness of sins, brought this guilt, and yet Jesus took that all away. And somehow we get dragged back into it, either on our own or or through uh, religious teaching that uh, misaligned with the gospel just a little bit. I, I think for me personally, Joel, as I came into a greater understanding of grace, and it's been a couple of decades now, I got saved at a young age. Earlier in my adult life, I came into an awareness of the gospel of Jesus Christ and the grace that came to us as a gift unconditionally and limitless. And, and like you were mentioning, once for all forgiveness that came through the blood of Christ at the cross. So as I came into this, this greater awareness, I began to realize some things. Uh, maybe not overnight, um, but as it says in John, where, where the law came through Moses, grace and truth would be realized through Jesus Christ. And as I began to realize, using that word realize, as, as the realization of God's grace and forgiveness that has already occurred, the identity that has been uh, provided for me, given to me as a gift, the, the righteousness of God, that's how I'm described as a believer in Christ, and of course you are too. Um, so as I'm growing and realizing these things, Joel, it occurs to me somewhere along the way that I am free. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to be free. I am free. And we talked a little bit last week about, about resting in that. And, and that's what I began to do. I began to rest in what he did Instead of, and, and trust me, uh, earlier in my Christian life, I knew salvation was a gift, but I trust me when I say that much of uh, my Christian life involved doing, uh, doing in order to be something. That, that, that was my motto, mm-hmm. <laughs> my Christian motto, I guess, uh, that I was living by. And, and I escaped from that and came to this realization because I'm not any different than anyone else. 
I've, you know, everybody has mm-hmm. struggles. Mm-hmm. Everybody doesn't always do the right thing and sometimes does the wrong thing. There's always temptation. I mean, th- those kinds of things everybody wrestles with to one degree or another. It's common to everybody, yep. Yeah, yeah. And so with that in mind, when those things came knocking or, or maybe I didn't feel like I was always doing enough of the right stuff or, you know, I made some mistakes along the way, I, I didn't dwell on them. I just moved on. I just stayed nestled, rested, uh, comforted in knowing that what Jesus did already accomplished everything that I ever needed and, and freedom. And, you know, we weren't under the law as, as Gentiles, Joel, but so we, we weren't technically delivered from the law, but we, we have been delivered <laughs> and, and we're completely forgiven because it all, and we'll talk more about forgiveness uh, in the weeks ahead, I think. But I think the point that I'm trying to make is that freedom has already been given to us. And now it's just up to us to live in that. Yeah. I mean, that really is the key. I mean, to live in what God has provided for us, and it truly is a gift. I I mean, like you were talking about the, uh, the sacrifices under the Old Covenant. It only brought a reminder of sins. And so in Christ... It's, it's meant to have the opposite effect. What Christ did is supposed to remind us that we are now clean and forgiven, and we're whole people. God has made us whole. He's made us complete in him. Now, in our memories, in these brains of ours that we have, in, the, in these souls of ours where we haven't been totally redeemed there, uh, we might remember that we've done something a thousand times. We might think to ourselves, man, I've done this thing over and over again. But God doesn't remember them. He has purposely forgotten these things. And, you know, so it's easy for us, uh, well, it can be, you know, if, if we have this mindset, if we have this, it's it's kind of a, like an old covenant mindset. Um, if we have this, this uh, way about us where we just remember all the times we've messed up. It's easy to get dragged into the the thinking of, man, this is just this is just what I am, and I'll never be free. And we have this sense of hopelessness. We're always focused on sin, 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 over and over and over again, because we perceive this thing that we've done it so many times that there has to be some limit. You know, there has to be, you know, why do I keep doing this thing over and over again? But you see, that our focus there, kind of like along what you were saying, is our focus there is, is sin. Our focus there is, see, our focus is not meant to be law. It's not meant to be all my sins. But our focus is, is Christ and grace, God's perfect and complete forgiveness that was provided to me by the blood of Jesus. And so, you know, when I do mess up, whether it's once or whether it's a thousand times, really it's an opportunity for me to say, thank you, God, for the blood of Jesus Christ that has cleansed me from all sin already. That even though I just messed up, maybe it was the tenth time, maybe it was the thousandth time, who cares? Thank you, Lord, for the blood of Jesus that has made me clean, and thank you that now I am alive in Christ Jesus. It's true. Even though I just messed up, it doesn't take away from the fact that by the blood of Jesus, not by my own works, not by 
me trying to stay clean, but by the blood of Jesus, I have been cleansed once and for all. So thank you, God, for that. And I can move on. Like you said, I forgot how you how you worded it, but it was like, I, I just, it, I don't need to worry about it anymore. I, I don't let it, I don't dwell on it. I think that's what you said. And just move on. And and uh, move on with the understanding that God is for you and not against you and that he's already cleansed you of all sin. So you're right, Joel. Uh, absolutely, it is hard for us to forget. It's easy for us to remember, it seems, when it comes to the subject of sin. So even though you may realize the struggle that you've had, you don't have to live in that. You can, like what you were talking about, Joel, you can remember that God doesn't remember anymore in the new covenant. I will remember their sins no more. Why? Because we're in Christ. There's no sin there. It was a master plan that God came up with for you and me. And, and this is the exciting part of living in this new covenant in, in, in the life of Christ Jesus, because we were killed. We, we died. He lives in us now, and he conquered sin. He conquered it. He finished it. And you and I can now rest and, and live in that and, and not be all concerned and, and frustrated and flustered with uh, the issue of sin, knowing that Jesus Christ came to take it all away from us. Is it a good thing to avoid sin? Absolutely. And we're going to talk more about that and this once-for-all forgiveness next week right here on growingandgrace.org. This has been Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski. Heard online through various internet sources around the world each week. To access hundreds of past programs, visit graceroots.org. Share it with a friend and listen again next week for more Growing in Grace.